Hello, fellow and future dancers, and thanks for listening to the Dance Floor Podcast. I am Lauren Johnson, and on today's episode, I have my husband, Lewis Johnson, back as my guest today. For one main reason, he's the only person I can podcast with in person right now. So during the social quarantine and distancing, we're all feeling a little bit uneasy about how to spend our free time because we have so much of it right now. So on today's episode, Lewis and I walk you through some of the things that we're doing to be productive and also to kind of waste time in general. Hope you enjoy So welcome back to the podcast, my husband. This is now your third podcast that you've co-hosted with me. I'm back. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) There's two main reasons that I asked you to come back and be my podcast host today. The first one is because my friend Silvana requested it because she said she likes the episodes that you and I co-host together. So hi, Silvana. I miss hey, you. Hey, Silvana. I Thanks for um, putting that recommendation in. She wouldn't have me back if it wasn't for you. That's true. But the second reason that I asked you to come back on as a co-host is because you are literally the only person I can podcast with right now, at least in person. Good. Good. <laughs> so we are on day a billion, trillion, million of quarantine. I don't know how long we've been in, in quarantine. How long has it been? Maybe about 14, 15, 16 days. Yeah, it, I guess it kind of depends on when you consider it starting. I think for us, it started somewhere in the middle of March where the dance studios closed and the salons closed and where we couldn't teach anymore. So again, for anyone who's listening to this podcast episode in the future, we are in the middle of a social distancing quarantine because of the COVID-19 coronavirus. It, it's, a, it's a scary time. It's I think it's just because for most of us, we've never dealt with anything like this in our lifetime. So it's really confusing and weird. Yeah, definitely. It's a very scary time. That's a way of putting it. Um, to be unsure of what's going to happen is always scary. That's a scary thing to even think about, to not know what's going to happen. And I think one of the things that made it really scary is just how quickly it escalated because we went from that first week where things were happening and we were hearing about this saying like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's not even as serious as the flu. People are overreacting. And we we're hearing so many mixed messages on the news and social media. And then out of nowhere, everything was closing. So I think that was one of the other things that kind of made this a little bit intimidating is that it just kind of happened very quickly. Happened out of nowhere. It wasn't very serious to me until it was. Yeah. Well, today's episode, we just wanted to talk a little bit about how you and I are coping with this, obviously, because Lewis and I are stuck in, I don't even know if this apartment is 800 square feet, but it's a one bedroom apartment. And normally that's not usually a big deal for two people to occupy that small of a space together. But when you are here mostly 24 hours a day together and interacting together, we just thought we'd talk to you guys a little bit about how we're coping with the quarantine and also try to give you some dance exercises. I know like a lot of people are pushing virtual lessons and if that's something you're able to do, I think that's a really great thing. But if it's not something you're able to do, Lewis and I had come up with a couple of ideas for some mini dance exercises you can do if you get bored and just want to get yourself moving a little bit. To be honest, I feel like we haven't had that hard of a time being together in the in the social distancing. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Now, I wouldn't say it's a hard time because we uh, get along with each other. We enjoy each other's company, so it's easy for us to be around each other. Actually, you know what? It is hard. I'm not even going to lie. It is kind of hard when you have to be forced into a situation. It's just a challenge to not bite at each other too much. I mean, we haven't been arguing or anything, but I feel like that's just because I'm like, don't want to start arguing with you because I'm afraid it's going to be like a snowball effect. Whereas if we have one argument, like we're just going to like lash out at each other. Who left this piece of cheese in the sink? <laughs> Who did it? It was, was Lewis, it? by the way. It was me, <laughs> but I'm going to blame it on you. <laughs> 
Yeah, so if there was ever to be a piece of cheese left in the sink, it would definitely have been your piece of cheese. It would have been my piece of cheese. Actually, it wouldn't because I would have eaten it right out of the sink. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I don't even so care gross. anymore about life. I just eat wet, I cheese. Just eat wet cheese out of the sink. It's <laughs> disgusting. That's nasty. That's so gross. But really, I feel like you and I have been training for this in, in kind of a weird way. My sister and I actually had the same conversation that we felt like... Joanna and I have been training for this since we were little because our parents are divorced, so we would have to divide time between living with my dad and living with my mom. And because both of our parents worked, we were frequently by ourselves in the house a lot. So we were, you know, having to entertain ourselves. We we fought a lot too, my sister and I, but we had to kind of come up with these ideas of like, okay, how do we entertain ourselves? How do we make this fun? Because she wasn't old enough to have a car. We couldn't get out of the house. So my sister and I were sort of like revving up and preparing for quarantine our entire lives. For you and I specifically, I feel like we've been trained for this as well because last year we went on a trip to Iceland and we lived in a camper van for like two weeks. And mm-hmm. if we can survive living in a camper van in Iceland for two weeks, I feel like this quarantine is like going to be no problem for us. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I mean, we say that now only 16 days into it, but let it reach up to 40 days, 50 days. And then if you are still alive by then, I will clap my hands. If I'm still alive? Mm-hmm. Oh, like you mean you'll have been able to hold off from killing me for so long? Oh yeah. If you are still around 50 days from now, everybody... We have success. Well, you heard it here first, guys. You know who killed me if something happened. Although, if you did kill me, if I was murdered, you'd be literally the only person who could have done it because we're stuck together. That's very true. So I just kind of uh, put myself out there to the world. Uh... Yeah, this got dark. <laughs> it's got fast. too dark. Never mind. <laughs> it's because you've been playing too many violent video games. Watching too much TV. Really, the Tiger King's got me thinking crazy. I don't even know my own thoughts anymore. Everyone is watching it's the Tiger King. That's it's like all much. I'm hearing about. I could only get through like half of an episode with you. It's just, and I know I'm like kind of on the unpopular side of this, but that show, just even that... Half an hour of it I watched with you. It really bummed me out. I was so confused and she upset and angry. She couldn't even watch it. She couldn't even stand it. I had I had to watch it on my own. And I did. I loved every second of it. It's got it's got some craziness in it. So much craziness that you overlook some of it. So it's a wild show. So if you are looking to for ways to entertain yourself during this quarantine, I recommend that you watch The Tiger King. It's wonderfully awful. And if you're really bored with Netflix and Hulu and stuff, there's also some really cool library apps that you can download. There's one called Hoopla, there's one called Overdrive, and there's one called Canopy. And all you need is a library card, and they have a ton of stuff, audiobooks, regular books, movies, music. They have really cool things. So if you're bored, that's another thing you can do is get those apps from the library because they're free. Yeah, books are always the best way to go. But I also like for people to read to me. So audiobooks are the best avenue for that, for having uh, people read to you. You can have all sorts of people read to you. Who's that guy? Sam Neill, your favorite guy. I love Sam Neill. Guys, if you're in the middle of this social distancing thing and you're not following Sam Neill on Instagram, you need to follow Sam Neill on Instagram. He's the best. If you guys don't know him by name, you know him from Jurassic Park. He was like the main guy in Jurassic Park. And he's just the most beautiful man. I have such strong feelings for him. He's so wonderful. He has like this farm in New Zealand, which he's not at now because he's somewhere stuck in between for social distancing but he plays songs on his ukuleles and he reads poems and I just love him so much I hate that I even mentioned the name Sam Neill I'm jealous of <laughs> Sam Neill because of how much my wife loves I love him Sam so Neil. much I hate you Sam Neill I hate you <laughs> <laughs> no I do love him and you guys really need to follow him on Instagram he's amazing yes there's a lot of different things that you can do 
to um, keep yourself busy during these times. But the best thing that you can do is not do anything at all. Try yeah. to just try to just be still, because that's the purpose of this whole thing. I feel like is to force us as human beings to just sit still for a second. I think there is this big push right now for everyone to try to feel very productive. Like, hey, you've got all of this free time on your hands. Now's the time to do everything that you've wanted to do. And I definitely think that if you're in the mood for that, if you want to reorganize your closet, if you want to learn a new language, if you want to learn how to paint watercolors, if you want to take up yoga, I definitely feel like you should pursue that. I think that's great. But I also think that we're putting a little too much pressure on ourselves to be productive or to be active during this time, because in a weird way, it's not necessarily always time that's keeping us from doing the things that we want. You you hear crazy success stories all the time of people that became millionaires while they were working a, a full-time job and they had four kids and sometime, somehow in their spare time, they were able to create a brand new company and then leave their job. So it's not necessarily time that's holding you back from doing all the things that you want to do in life. It's just motivation, I think. I don't know. I, just for me personally, I think it's hard enough to be productive when everything is okay in life. When you know where your money is coming from, when you know that your family is safe, when you know that everyone's healthy, sometimes it's hard enough to have that motivation during those times. Yeah. You don't need any added pressure right now. The situation itself is pressure enough. So what you do have to sometimes is just give in, give in to the moment. And sometimes some of the best ideas come out of spur of the moment things. Yeah, I totally agree with that. We have a lot of free time on our hands. We're we're trying to be a little productive, but we're also trying to relax. We're also trying not to stress about where money is coming from and, and, and also not stress about our families being healthy. Love is the main thing that you can hold on to at this time right now. It makes sure that you love yourself and you love those around you. Speaking of love, one thing I wanted to do is before we go into any of the advice that we're going to give people, I want each of us to list some things that we love about this social distancing and some things that we hate about it. So what are some things that you hate about the social distancing right now? Uh, not being able to touch people. That's that's my main motivation. I, I love touching people. I love you know, human interaction. This That's one of the things I hate about this right now is I can't touch people. Just specifically people in general. People in general. I want to touch the human population. I want to put my hands on you like... Some sort of creeper. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, no, I do miss touching. I, I love uh, human interaction. I miss that the most. I want to be able to hug my mom. I want to be able to punch my brothers. I want to be able to be around my people that I love. Okay, one of the things that I hate about social distancing is how much I'm having to cook. I hate cooking. Oh. I hate cooking so much. And you can't cook. I mean, sorry, hey, don't guys. don't tell the people that. I can't cook. When I, I say cook. he can't cook, I mean, he shouldn't cook for us. He actually is a very good cook. I'm an excellent Excellent he's, he's a great cook, but you shouldn't cook for us because if Lewis was in charge of cooking for us during this quarantine, we everything eat nutter would be every covered. day. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I hate nutter butters. Yeah, we eat nutter butters all day, every day. We wouldn't even—I wouldn't even cook at all. I just but even the regular food, food that he would make us would be covered. Everything would be covered in cheese and barbecue cheese, sauce, everything. and cheese. we would—we wouldn't even make it through the quarantine. We cheese would die. and sweet baby rays. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm having to cook like all of our meals, which super sucks. I hate cooking and it's oh it's just the worst it's like the one chore that i can't get around like everything else i pretty much do i like i feel like i pretty much do everything you do everything you do everything around here i mean i take out the trash and sometimes i may wash the dishes but you do most of that yeah like everything else i don't mind i don't mind laundry i don't mind cleaning i don't mind doing anything else and we don't even have a dishwasher so like i don't even mind washing dishes but cooking is the one thing that i just like oh so that's one of the things that i hate about social distancing another thing that i hate about the quarantine is that i can't go and play basketball 
it's it's one of my loves of my life. I love basketball and I can't go and um, have that release anymore. I used to have a group of friends that I would go and play with on Friday. We would get together and not just talk about basketball, but talk about life in general. And I don't have that connection anymore. So it's like losing an arm, I guess. Okay, so for me, another thing that I hate about social distancing is that I feel like I'm talking on the phone to people way more than I normally do. I hate talking on the phone. I would rather have like a two-hour text conversation with someone than spend 20 minutes talking to them on the phone. And I know that's weird and I know that's crazy, but I have literally no excuse to get off the phone with people. So like my dad calls me a lot. My sister knows that I hate to talk on the phone and yet she still calls me. And I have literally no excuse because they know that we're stuck in the house. So you have to come up with these weird excuses like, oh, I didn't answer the phone because I was in the shower or I didn't answer the phone because I had gloves on and I was washing dishes. Like you have to come up with all of these new sets of excuses not to answer the phone. I don't mind that so much. I don't mind talking on the phone. In fact, if you're going to talk to me on the phone, FaceTime me. I want to see your face now. So that's 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 even worse. That's even worse. I know. But that's what I'm saying. If you're going to call me on the phone right now, FaceTime me. Talk. Let me see your face. Okay, so for me, another thing that I hate about the social distancing is, I know we talked a little bit earlier about how like now is the time that everyone feels like this pressure to be productive. I actually find it extremely difficult to be productive when I'm in the house. Even when social distancing isn't going on, if I'm editing a podcast or if I'm trying to work on our website or if I'm doing anything that I can remotely work on, I always go to like a Starbucks or a coffee shop or the library because being in the house is extremely distracting for me. Not even if the TV's on, just for some reason, my home environment is just, I can't compute it into my work environment. So it's a little frustrating for me that I have all of these like projects on the computer that I want to work on and things that I want to do. But for me, being at home is like a big barricade to that. So that's one of the things that I hate about it is like, it's like, oh, I have all this time to do these things and all this work that I want to do. But yet I feel very, very chained down and don't want to do it because I hate working at home. Absolutely. You feel bound. But for me, since I am a bird, an eagle, if I must be a bird, it's going to be an eagle. But since I am a bird and I love to travel all over the place, being grounded like this is, is something that uh, is definitely taking a toll on yeah, me. Yeah, you it's, like to be on the move. I like to be on the move. I like to be on the fly. I want to go here. I want to go there. I want to be on the move. And this is, is grounding me. It's, it would be probably the next thing that I hate the most. Well, and then other than the obvious things that I hate, like kind of being out of work and having financial instability and like the health situation, those are kind of obvious things that we all hate right now. In terms of trying to find things that I love about quarantine, it is a little tricky for me. But one of the things I love about quarantine is I tend to overcommit myself. I tend to like to be busy. I feel like I say yes to everything. So anytime someone asks me to do something, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And I think the, one of the things that I love about the quarantine or the social distancing is that I can't say yes to as many things. We can't take on as many projects as we would normally do. And that's kind of a struggle for me. So I kind of love that the quarantine is making me maybe like step back and kind of reassess some of my personal goals and, and how much I commit to things. Oh, that's a, that's a good way of looking at it. One thing that I've uh, learned to love about this quarantine is that I spent a lot of my time, years of my life, trying to make my wife laugh constantly, always doing things to just be as funny as I can to her. And she hasn't been laughing at my jokes as of lately. So I you have always to, say that. I laugh when they're funny. When they are funny. That's what you always say too, when they are funny. But right now I find myself having to be more creative with the things that I do. So I have to do such outlandish things that she's like, oh my God, I guess I have no choice but to laugh at that. So I, I laughed tried... really hard at you the other day. You laughed super hard. And that, that's that's like the peak of my success, right? But there, do you know what it was? You, you didn't even loud. realize I was looking at you. And that's why I laughed at you. You were walking 
walking in the hallway to go back to the bedroom and you did like this weird little dance and I started laughing and you didn't even realize that I was looking at you and that's what made it so funny. That's what makes it when I'm not trying. That's another key thing. When you don't try, usually that's when it's good. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you're funny. Sometimes I'm funny. You see that? You hear this, guys? Sometimes I'm funny. (laughs) I used to be hilarious to her, making her laugh every day. And now it's just dwindled down to sometimes he's funny. Sometimes. I don't care. I love to see a big smile on your face. That's my favorite. Oh, nice. One of the other things that I'm loving about the social distancing is that I feel like people are giving themselves permission to do sort of pointless things. And that's been kind of relaxing, spending some time doing things that have no purpose, that are just fun for the sake of fun. One other thing I find nice about this quarantine is that I get to do things that I wouldn't normally do. Like I'm going to pick up a second language. I'm going to try and learn French with my wife. So the next time that you hear this podcast, I may speak a couple lines of French to you. So that'll be nice. That's exciting. Yeah. So probably my last thing that I'm really loving about the social distancing is I have found myself reaching out to friends that I wouldn't normally on an everyday basis reach out to. Like our friend Simona, who lives in Italy. That's also a time difference there. So it's a little bit harder for us to chat, but checking in with her, checking in with some of my students, you know, not just to schedule a lesson, but to say like, Hey, how are you doing? Are you, are you feeling okay? How are you mentally? How are you physically? I feel like people are reaching out to people that they don't normally talk to because we a do have the free time and B we are kind of curious about what other people are up to in the world. And I like that too. That's kind of fun. Uh, if I had to say something else that I love about the quarantine, which sounds so strange, things that you love about quarantine, but it forces me to sit down and think of what it is that I even want from life. Yeah, that's a good point because we have so much of this free time and that's the thing that we're always wanting. That's the thing that people feel like they didn't use enough because it's like the one non-renewable resource is like you can't get it back and we have all of this free time and now we're like, wow, well, now that I have free time, what do I actually want to do with it? And it's not an easy question to answer. It's really, it's a lot more challenging than we think it is. If you are looking for things that you can do um, around the house, I'm doing a nice five-day dance challenge. You can always tune in to Bertie Wonk Wonk at Instagram and he'll give you a nice fun dancing choreography. You can have a good time with that with the five-day dance challenge. Yeah, it's very easy and you don't have to be a dancer to do it. You don't have to be a dancer. Even for me, I find myself feeling a little bit disappointed in that I haven't been productive during this time because we've already had two full weeks of quarantine and I find myself looking back and going, wow, I haven't done anything. Like, why haven't I done anything? But it's really the small things, even just, you know, doing this podcast with you, you doing the five day dance challenge. I think we assign so much of what we're doing to if we're making money or not. And not being able to make money during this time in in our traditional way that we normally do is making me feel that pressure of like, okay, if I can't make money, then I have to do this, this and that. And it's, it's challenging. It's, it's uh, just to be completely honest with how I feel about it. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard dealing with those emotions of putting that pressure on yourself to feel like, okay, if we are going to be quarantined for two weeks, a month two months. What am I going to see when I come out of the other end of this? And and maybe for a lot of us, there's not going to be a really definitive answer to that. No, there really is no definitive answer. I mean, you can stack the domino pieces all you want, but there's no telling how they're going to fall. You know what? I was reading this article the other day and it and it spoke of this phrase of slow life. And that's what this kind of reminds me of. This puts us in a slower state. It allows us to step back from things and look at it at a grander scale. Sometimes it's best to do that. If things are moving at a fast pace, it's harder to grasp things. Yeah. And I feel like there are so few opportunities for us to do that in life because we're always 
planning the next thing that's going to happen, whether it's a vacation, like a trip, what we're doing with our job, what we're doing with our schedule the next day. And we're really kind of being forced into this weird environment of not being able to make plans. We were even talking about our friend who's getting married in October and it's supposed to be out of the country. And it's like, wow, I wonder if he can even follow through and make plans at this point. It's We're all in this weird limbo of we can't really plan for anything. The plans that we even did have. I have plans of trying out for the big three this year. Oh, for basketball. <laughs> yeah. If you guys don't know what the big three is, it's kind of an offshoot of the NBA. Once NBA players have aged out, they go and play a three-on-three tournament against each other. And it's called the big three. I was going to try out for the big three this year because it was open to the public. And thanks to the coronavirus that has taken one of my bucket list challenges off of the list. Now I can't try out this year. I know. We were going to be in LA next month. That was, was going to be a basketball to, life. It was going to be so fun. We were supposed to go to LA and, and do this whole thing. And we had big plans of doing that. And, and since this whole thing is just kind of... Um, went in a different route. So I guess I'll have to try out for Big 3 next year. Yeah, so many of us are dealing with plans being canceled, trips being canceled, jobs being up in the air. I can't even imagine for the people who are working from home and then they have kids at home with them. Mm-hmm. Like, Schools can you imagine that? I, someone told me that school was closed until the end of the year. Yeah. Wow. Can so, you imagine if you have to work from home, which sounds great, but it's really not that fun in reality. You have to work from home and then you've got your children at home with you and you're trying to keep them entertained. Like, I can't even imagine how hard it is for the parents out there. Yeah, Absolutely. So in this uncertain time, you may be thinking about dance more than normal, or you may be thinking about it less than normal, depending on where your mood is day to day. But Lewis and I did come up with a few practice exercises that you can do by yourself. A lot of dance teachers are obviously offering virtual dance lessons. Lewis and I are doing the same thing, and that's a great way to stay motivated and still connect with your teacher. But we know for a lot of people that either financially or time-wise, that's not an option. So if that's the case for you, here's a couple of things that you can do in your house, outside, anywhere, and it doesn't have to be done with a partner. You can do it to improve your dancing and keep yourself focused during this time. The first one for me is a big one because I think this is something that people forget to do a lot is building ankle strength. So you need ankle strength, especially in your smooth dances like foxtrot and in waltz, but you also need it in your rhythm dances like bolero. And the ankles are weirdly enough a part of the body that we forget about a lot. And you can build ankle strength like let's say for instance, just when you're brushing your teeth. You're standing flat on your feet. You just do a releve or you just go forward onto the balls of your feet. Not so much that you're up on your tiptoes, but just enough so that you're off your heels. And then you slowly lower down and just let your heels kiss the floor and then slowly rise back up onto the balls of your feet. And the better you get at it, the longer you can stay up on the balls of your feet and try to control your balance. If you need to use the sink just to have your hands on it a little bit for support, you can do that. And you just do that for the length of time that you're brushing your teeth. And that helps build ankle support so that when you're doing rise and fall and you're uh, smooth and your rhythm dance, you have a little bit better support. Absolutely. You are on your feet so much that you forget to isolate the thought to that specific area. So the second exercise Lewis and I are going to give you, I've chosen for you to be washing dishes during this exercise or cooking. For some reason, I've just decided you should be in the kitchen during this one, but you can obviously do this one while you're brushing your teeth as well. The bathroom. Yeah, you can pick where you actually do all of these exercises. Be wherever you are. (laughs) This one, we just talked about being aware of your ankles. For this one, we're going to talk about being aware of your knees. So what I would challenge you with is to almost do like a Jane Fonda workout video where you're doing like a little march in place. You're not moving anywhere. You're not traveling. You can do this in a really small space, but you do this little imaginary march in place so that you're bending and straightening your knees alternately. And then you get used to this idea of being aware of how your knees are moving in relation to your feet. 
If you're used to this concept, you know it is Cuban motion and you can practice it that way. But if you've never done this before, even just kind of getting aware of this idea of marching in place without going anywhere is going to be really helpful in your dancing. Yeah, you'll start to explore different ways of moving your body just through this stationary exercise. Just bending and straightening your knees will start to mold the rest of your body in a certain type of way that will give you awareness that you were, did not have before. Okay, so now the last exercise I've chosen for you to be outside walking because even though we're stuck in this quarantine, hopefully you guys are getting outside and getting some exercise, even if it's just on a simple walk. And this would be becoming aware of how you move from foot to foot. And we're going to do this by taking heel leads when we're walking. Now, everyone does that kind of naturally, I think. Usually when you're walking, you walk from heel to toe, so that should be fairly natural. But all we're going to ask you to do is just to be a little bit more conscious of it. Unless you are one of those weird tiptoe walkers that you just kind of <laughs> they, walk they around. Exist. Tip- they those do people exist. exist. They bounce around. Yeah. I see them all the time. And all you're going to do is as you're walking, you're just going to take one step at a time and be aware of how you're transferring your weight from foot to foot. So if you're starting with your left foot, you start with your left heel, completely transfer your weight onto that foot. You can collect your right foot before you walk onto the right heel. So if you are familiar with this concept, you can think of it as like a foxtrot exercise for brushing. You can do walking and brushing at the same time. If you're not familiar with this exercise, all you're going to start to get used to is just walking from heel to toe, heel to toe as you're moving forward and just having a slight awareness of how, again, your body is moving from foot to foot. So these are obviously just very, very simple things that you can do, whether you're a beginner or an advanced dancer, is just kind of as you're dealing with this time, if you don't have specific dances that you want to practice, if you don't want to work on your routines, if you're not in the mood for it, just these little exercises of becoming aware of your body and in tune with your dancing can be really helpful. One last thing that can be helpful if you are getting bored, if you're really missing dancing and we can't actually be able to physically interact with each other, is you can schedule a virtual lesson with your teacher. We're all in financially trying times. We're all in very confusing times. You may even be in a position where you have to work more because of this whole situation. So it might not be something you can do on a regular basis, but you can even just schedule a virtual lesson with your teacher to say, hey, I don't want to work on our routines, but I want to have something that's going to keep me from getting bored and I want to be able to have some things that I can do in the house. Your dance teacher will be so happy to provide you with a few practice exercises, some ideas on how you can practice solo. Even if during this whole quarantine, you only schedule one virtual lesson with your teacher just to get yourself set up with some healthy practice habits. That's always a great option too. And another great option is always going over to Brittany Wonk Wonk's social media page. He's doing a five-day dance challenge right now. And it's super fun. I love it. It's a super great time and everybody has a good time with it. You don't have to be a dancer. You just got to want to move and have fun and you got to submit your videos. If you give me your videos, I will give you the song reveal at the end of the week. It all just kind of works out. So if you're looking for a fun way to stay active, go to Instagram, search Brittany Wonk Wonk. That's me. And you'll you'll see that I'm doing a five-day dance challenge. It's fun and it gets us moving and we can all laugh together and we can um, try not to take this very serious situation that's happening to us so serious. So to wrap up today's episode, Lewis and I have obviously been talking a lot about the balance of being productive and using your time wisely and also giving yourself permission to sort of relax and take it easy and give yourself some perspective. Give yourself permission to just have fun. It's okay. Again, the pressure of this situation is enough. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to smile. It's okay to have fun. Sometimes we get so caught up on trying to control each situation that we lose ourselves. Take care of yourself and then those around you. Read more, learn more, change the globe. (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. If you want to be productive, that's great. Do that. Set small goals for yourself. Be realistic. But if you want to be unproductive, give yourself some space to do that too. And make sure you check out Birdie Wonk Wonk on Instagram because he's pushing this five-day dance challenge. I'm going to push this since I'm going to be on here talking on this podcast. Do it. Submit your videos. Let's all have a good time together. And that's Birdie Wonk Wonk, B-I-R-D-Y-W-O-N-K-W-O-N-K. Great name. It's the weirdest Instagram handle, but you will never forget it. Listen, you'll never forget it, and it should make you laugh, or at least raise an eyebrow. So we hope that you've enjoyed Lewis and I's tips for how to be productive and how not to be productive during this very uncertain time. If you have any thoughts about the podcast, if you just want to reach out, if you're bored, shoot us an email at hello at thedancefloor.info. I love hearing from people. I'd love to hear your ideas for episodes in the future and just thoughts on the episodes you've already listened to. Don't forget to give us a rating and also hit subscribe so you can keep up to date with any future episodes that we're doing we have some exciting ones coming up and we'll see you next time wash your hands